Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Crushcast, podcast six of a plan 750, where our goal is to have you get to know our people and be inspired by our people. Today, an interview with National Honor Agent Gerald Grant. He talks about his transition from successful banker into our business. Very different interview. Enjoy. Okay, with Gerald Grant, we're at the African American Summit in Savannah. Let's go back to 1995 when you broke into the business, long before you were a National Honor Agent. What was your thought process like? What made you decide to come into the business? The main reason I wanted to come into the business, I was doing seminars at the bank. And one of my clients, I had an advisor that was just answering questions that was just above the client's head. And I'm saying, this is what you sh- this is what he meant. And after the third time I said that, my client said, you know what, you should be the one doing this. And that's what planted the seed. Hmm. So you were a successful banker. Yes. And you decided, all right, I'm going to make a transition. Okay. Now, how did you break into the business? Who did you call on? Was it difficult? No, matter of fact, it was easy. Um, I was doing an annual review. With this is like the first time I've ever heard that, <laughs> ever. <laughs> what made it easy for you? Well, I was a client before for 14 years. Okay. And I was just doing my annual review, and my agent said, you know, I was telling him that I was leave Citibank, and he started going through hoops. And I'm saying, what are you jumping up and down for? I'm not going to go work for some insurance company. Okay. But just out of, you know, hey, respect, he sure. said, um, have an interview with Louis Chiappi, and I did that. And the rest was history. <laughs> One of our all-time greats. So what was it that you heard from Louie that made this make sense for you? Well, he said no matter what I did, I would be successful. Okay. And I was always successful, so I just did what I always would do best. <laughs> yeah, so you had a history, you had a high degree of confidence because you had succeeded at anything that you'd ever done, and you figured this would just be another event like that. Yes. All right, so now you're into the business. When did it really go from, um, I've, I've broken into the business, this is working, to realizing that you were really going to succeed at a high level? Well, it, it occurred in my first six weeks. Ha! Everyone was talking about going to this national conference and you needed like 30,000 PCs. And I, said, I didn't know what PCs was. Oh, yeah. I knew I wanted to go to New York. <laughs> so I, I think I did it in about six weeks. <laughs> so there was a conference. You learned about the conference and you said, I'm going there. And yes. so that, that target and that deadline drove you. Yeah. I've seen you present... 10 times, 10 times plus. And it is amazing to me how system oriented you are. Is that, would you say that that's one of the core reasons that you have the success that you do? Yes. Um, when I joined the company, I said, look, Hugo, I already make $100,000. Yep. I can't make less than that. Yep. So he said, if I do 10 appointments a week, I could do that. I remember the pad that you built. Yes. And so you've got the lines there. All you got to do is fill it up. Yes. So before I go home on Fridays, I have 12 appointments scheduled for the following week. And you won't leave until you have 12. If I don't get it done, I come in on Saturday. (laughs) Well, that's a good incentive. Yes. Now, recently you brought your son into the business and your son is flourishing. What has that process been like for you? Has that created some new opportunities? Has it created challenges? What's it been like? It's been a whole lot of fun. Yeah. It's like I'm a new person all over again. 
teaching him has been an inspiration. And the good thing is he listens. Yeah. Um, we butt heads a couple of times. Yeah. But then I said, you know what? I got to do things a little bit different. But he sees my point of view. I see his point of view. And the blend of the two has made us better. That's exciting. I love seeing that play out across the country. What advice, if we have somebody that's tuned in that might be in their first few years, and unlike you, it's not clicking right away. What advice would you give them to find their footing? They must do the basics. The most critical thing that's going to help an, an agent survive in this business is activity. Yeah. So I'm proactive with activity. Yeah. I try to do two appointments every day before noon. I try to do all my sales appointments on Monday and Tuesday, so by Tuesday I have my goals achieved for the week. And anything else you do is extra, and I use Thursday and Friday to set up the next week. Hmm. You lay it out like that, and uh, pretty much every day is going to be successful by noon, and by the end of Tuesday you've already hit your targets. That's right. Your production, here I remember another presentation, it was referenced yesterday where you showed like... Uh, 10 years of monthly production. It's incredibly consistent. Is that a derivative of this systemic activity? Well, I got ticked off the first, it was January and I was starting out the year and I didn't make the 5,000 PC report. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying that will never happen again. So my goal is to do no less than 5,000 PCs every month. Yeah. So then once you get good at it, then I try to do 5,000 PCs every week. Yeah. It's only 1,000 PCs a day. Right. So when you break it down like simple, all of a sudden... Not insurmountable. No. Now, what, you're a national honor agent. It's the highest and most prestigious award in our company, something you gotta be very proud of. What is it that drives you today? You're always one of the top producers in the country. I see you at many conferences, frequently presenting, trying to teach others. What's your driver today? Someone did it for me. Yeah. I had a mentor when I was in, just got out of college, and I saw how that one person changed my life in corporate America. And when I came to Accent, Darwin Davis did that yeah. for me. And, and now I'm that guy. Well, you are that guy. <laughs> you, you are that guy today for a whole nother generation or two. The other thing I've noticed about you, you travel. You, are, you have figured out your schedule. You, you spend a great deal of time with your family. How do you manage the juggle, the demands of your practice? I know that you're heavily involved with your community. How do you manage the juggle? I have a 60-day calendar on the wall. Anything Jennifer wants to do, we, that goes on the calendar first. Anything the kids want to do next. And then we do church, we do community service, and I work in between. <laughs> So you handle your life priorities first, yes. family, faith, and then you factor in your practice because that's elastic. Yes. What are you most excited about? You've been here for, this is your 25th year, nationally recognized as one of our finest, teaching others, inspiring others, prioritizing your family. As you look out over the next 10, 15 years and you look at our company and you look at your practice, what are you most excited about? I'm most excited about the future. We're going to do a whole lot more than we've ever done before. I love it. That's the truth. All right. <laughs> Gerald, thank you very much. Anytime. Appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed that discussion with Gerald. You really don't hear many discussions like that where 
When someone talks about breaking into the business, they describe it as easy. Gerald does keep it simple. Simple systems, 12 meetings by Friday, two meetings every morning. It's cool to see how excited he is. Bringing his son in makes him feel like a brand new person in the business. And his advice to new people, do the basics, break in with activity. Hope you enjoyed it and have a great day today, everybody.